Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have the picture books. They have a new album called The Major Minor Collective, which was released on September 3rd via Century Media Records. Right now, I'm being joined by the important members of the band. I'm being joined by the boys themselves, and today we're going to be chatting about this major minor collective of a release. So, boys, welcome to this show. Hey, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, man. This, this was a great intro. <laughs> I gotta say, thank you. <laughs> I I appreciate that, boys. Uh, so take us through this this record. It seems like it was premeditated. Like you guys sat down and you said, "This is what we want to do." You envisioned it. You had the vision board going. You were doing the Tony Robbins like chunking. You were getting ready to go. <laughs> You set out and you did it. Is that what happened? Oh, I wish. I wish. Yeah. I wish. Um, hey, we got this philosophy going uh, with the band, uh, but also kind of in live in general. I think the number one rule for the picture books is knowing what we don't want. It's so much more important for us than knowing what we want. If you're like that in in anything that you do where you're like, hey, this is what I want and nothing else. This is how I'm doing it. Don't give a damn about anything else. What happens is you get stuck, stuck in this one route that you're trying to do this one thing the way that you wanted to do it at some point in your life. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's a very, I don't know, it's a very weird place to be. And uh, with our, I don't know, let's just call it a technique of knowing what we don't want. We started being very open for any other opportunity that comes along. So it's kind of, uh, hey, let's just take a first step and see what path um, evolves in front of us and see where we're going and, and be open for opportunities that come up on the way. And uh, that way... I don't know. It just worked out for us in a lot of things. And that way, uh, uh, the whole major minor collective thing was able to even happen in the first place. Because, you know, uh, um, let's just face it. There's a bunch of names on there that are a lot bigger than us. And, and, and it, 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 it wasn't like, hey, we need this name on there to make this stuff happen. It was, what is out there? Let, let, let's reach out. Let's see what's out there. Let's see what's going on. Let's see where these people are taking songs that we've written and recorded and where we didn't know where to go elsewhere with this song. Let's see what Neil Fallon of Clutch does with it and, and, and be open for whatever comes up. And it was a very, very, I don't know, awesome experience. Mm-hmm. I would think so. Working with all that talent, did you guys grow as musicians as a result? I think I think so. I think you always do, especially when you in in life in general. Everything that you do that gets you out of your comfort zone, you know. Um, I think it's so 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 important to do that. Um, and we definitely did get out of our comfort zone with that one because, um, hey, you don't want to meet your idols and realize they're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want to know if Iggy Pop sucks in real life. <laughs> want him to be this awesome person that that is awesome and is exactly the way that you want him to be so you know uh, someone like lizzie hale who we have so much respect for who we always you know love what she she's doing with hailstorm and everything and got you know you, you reach out to her and this could possibly go 
all kinds of wrong, you know, and this could turn into a, who the hell are you? I don't give a damn. Get out of my life or not even, even worse, you know, just ignoring the email, not answering, you know, mm-hmm. um, I can take my a life. No- yeah, I could take a no much better than ignoring, you know, I, I know. so uh, I'd rather know where we're at or where I'm at with with anyone. So, but but truth of the matter is, it it all worked out. They were all amazing. Someone like Lizzie Hale is is like one of our best friends now, and and you know we're just you know excited about that. Yeah. Sorry, my phone is going crazy. I'm gonna turn it off real quick. Oh well, thanks, Mister. I appreciate that. <laughs> Should have done that earlier. Yeah. Hold on a second. I got to take this call. More important than you. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Here's to magic, everybody. <laughs> Just talked about ignoring. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now you mentioned about going outside of your comfort zone. What was it about working with some of these musicians that took you outside of your comfort zone? Was it just the art of reaching out to them and connecting with them? Or was it something uh, different from that? Dude, telling someone... We, 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 it, we were basically the, you know, I mean, we're, we've been producing all of our albums, but this is me and him that hang out every day anyway. You know, we tell each other all the time, we didn't like that, or we didn't like that, or why don't you do that a little better? I know you can do better than that, do it a little better. But now you're, you're either with two artists, we were in a room even together, the other artist was... You know how you record an album today. You know it's it's emails and a lot, bunch of phone calls and stuff. But now you have to say to someone like Dennis Luxon, who is the singer of Refused and stuff, and we did we did a song with him on this album called Here's to Magic, and we drove all the way up to Sweden. He lives way up north in Sweden, and um, and we're in the Refused practice room. Everything is freaking golden for live, and 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 he's doing a an awesome take, and 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 and. Me as a fan, I'm I'm a fanatic. So everything that this guy does, I will like it. It's somehow I'm not going to be the person who tells him that I don't. But then in that moment, it clicked in my head, and I realized, Wade, I ha- is this what I want though? Is this where I want the song to be? Yeah. And I realized, no, shit. I know that Dennis can do better. I've I've heard him do better. So I had to tell him that. And I told him how uncomfortable I am with that situation. Mm-hmm. And he was so cool about it. He was like, dude, I feel you. So what do you think? Like, what was it that you didn't like? So we, we, you know, we figured it out together. And we realized, Philip and I realized, holy shit, we're good. We're good producers as well. You know, we're not just, we're not just the musician. We're all, we, we are, all that producing in the past made us know a bunch of stuff about this craft, so to speak. So I guess we really build up these muscles mm-hmm. more than anything else on this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say your path to this point led you to be able to take on this project. I guess I guess that's what it is, exactly. And, and again, you know, and again, never wanted to be that, you know. We just knew what we didn't want. That path involved, uh, um, opened up before us, in front of our eyes, and we just took it, you know. We just jumped in the water and, and, and see where we're going. Let's just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys then have somebody in mind for each track? Like, for example, you know, uh, when you were working with Dennis, 
did you know that he needed to play on that track or how did how did everybody's name get to where it is um the way it happened was philip and i well dude we got it we got to we got to go way back when the pandemic started so we were on a we were on a big two-month-long U.S. tour, a bunch of our own shows and a bunch of uh, support slots where we did uh, a tour with um, um, Steve Harris, uh, bassist of Iron Maiden. Um, he has this band called British Lion. So we did, we, we did a tour with them in the U.S. and we did a bunch of our own shows. And that whole coronavirus thing was on the news, but it wasn't like crazy on the news. Yeah. So – and. As a band, you don't really watch the news. I mean, you go, to, you know, it's not something that you like to. And and another thing, you know, Philip and I, we've been going on tour for years now. We're playing 200 shows a, a, a year. And we're used to shit being crazy out there. We're used to being in the city where there's a freaking terror attack or whatever and still do the show. Still live goes on, you know. So we're like, all right, there's a virus. We've been there, been there done that before, right? Yeah. And uh, so we flew over to Europe and, uh, yeah, they are shutting down borders. Things are going crazy. And we had to realize real fast, okay, I guess we're stuck here now. And um, the good thing about us is we're living together. So there was never an issue legally with being together in a room and stuff like that. So here we are in a hometown with our own studio. Let's record songs. And this is where I wanted to, 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 to get to. We had a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of time. And we wrote and recorded all of these songs. And uh, a few of them did make it made it on this album and we'll probably end up on a, another normal the picture books album where we where we don't work with a different artist on every song but we had the idea hey let's let's reach out and let's have other people be involved in a project that we're going to call something and nothing was really there yet but we did this secret homepage where there was 19 songs on there uh, at, at, I think that was the most songs that were on there on some point. We, we kept refreshing it and put new other songs on there. And so when we reached out, we basically just told the artists or the singers, so here are 19 songs. Pick whatever you want and do whatever you want with it. Mm -hmm. Cool. The other thing I wanted to point out is it still sounds like an album. It sounds doesn't sound like a... That's uh, what I'm looking for. Uh, I got I to grab the word, but uh, compilation it doesn't sound like a compilation. It sounds like an album. How did you guys bring together all these different voices? I mean, again, skill as a producer, right? <laughs> <laughs> to to, to turn, turn it into an album. What, how did that happen? Exactly. How? <laughs> exactly. Dude, dude. No, you're right. You're right. It, it, it was definitely something we were kind of um, anxious about, you know? We didn't want it to do just a collaboration. That's a good word for it, I guess. We wanted it to be an album. We wanted it to be a The Picture Books album. Uh, we wanted to be recognized as The Picture Books on there as well. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm not singing, even if, if a lot of things were done differently, we kind of built our own Trojan horse without knowing it and, and, and rode it straight into our hometown, straight into downtown and realized oh, damn, like we can do all these things and still sound like us. We can do all these things different for every song on this album and still create a vibe 
that you feel like you're listening to this one album that has this one thing that is that uh, album. You know, there's this sound that is typical for the or the vibe for this album. Yeah. And 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 realizing that was 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 amazing. And I'm so glad that you feel the same way. That you feel like it's not a collaboration. It's a, it's an it's an actual album. I, lo- I love I love that you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of my my first concerns when I started getting you know emails across my desk was oh okay cool an album with a bunch of different singers this is just going to sound <laughs> like an album like a bunch of songs with a bunch of different singers but as it was starting to <laughs> unfold I was like how these guys are geniuses how did they how did they do this this is fantastic um, something else I kind of came to mind was you mentioned it still sounds like picture books and this is kind of a weird but funny question did that then solidify to you guys what picture book sounds like? It's a good one. Pro- probably, yeah, probably, probably um, made us more comfortable in a lot of in a lot of ways, but also made us realize what are actually the things that make the picture books the picture books. It's probably you know. Here's here's another thing. Philip and I have never learned to play an instrument in our lives. What? What? I- I, I can't even play a chord to this day. What? It's it's just it's 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 this tool that uh, we at some point took in our hands to express what was going on in our hearts. We're from a freaking small town in Germany. Uh, at the skate park, the kids that were listening to any kind of rock music. If anything, they were listening to Limp Biscuit or something, mm-hmm. and I was wearing a freaking Roxy Music T-shirt when this guy came in in a black flag shirt, and I immediately knew I gotta hang out with that guy or I'm doomed. So yeah, you know, things just came together real fast at at at, at, at an early point for us being you know these these weirdos in our hometown, you know, and um, yeah. Where 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 am I? What was the question? Why why am I doing these freaking throwbacks and they throw me out? Um, Shizashin. I don't know. What was my question? Vice next. Um, cool. There's a tour coming up in 2022. Maybe we'll throw that in for for two minutes because it came across my desk and I know management is probably gonna take me out for lashings if I don't address the tour. So, um. I hate talking about tours right now because it's like, who knows what's going on, man. But um, <laughs> it, it is it's freaking weird. <laughs> I just want to go back on tour. Yeah, I didn't mean to make you sad. But there's a, a tour on the road again tour 2022. Looks like mostly European dates, uh, which makes sense, I guess. I don't know. Does anything make I, sense anymore? I, yeah, that's a tough one. I, I heard that. <laughs> I, I actually talked to my to talk to my wife, and we're probably doing a Canadian vacation because it looks like Canada has opened up the borders for um, vaccinated people. Yes, we have. And hang on for a quick minute because uh, we just called a federal election. It was supposed to happen in 2023, but our prime minister has called it for September 20th. So uh, obviously, people who don't like him are going to try and change some things, but we'll see who who gets in. I have my hopes and dreams and wishes, and I know what I don't want. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but having said that, it could also mean that we're probably coming back to Canada a, yeah. little, a lot sooner. You know, it would yeah. probably be 
able to do that. We can't wait to do that. It's the first time we've done Canada was we did a tour with Monster Truck. They invited us in and we did a bunch of touring over here with them. And that's why John is on the album as well. And, and, and Steve, the drummer, uh, it was great to have him as part of a, a part of this album because I don't know, you guys are just amazing. We had two months of pure pleasure and haven't met one shitty person. Wow. Everyone was amazing. The country was beautiful. Wow. And, and uh, we were really, really sad when we had to leave uh, from Montreal. It started in Vancouver, and two months later, uh, we were in, in, in Montreal and had to leave. And even on the airport, like, we, we've made friends leaving yeah. leaving the country on the airport. Like, people that we still have contact to this day. <laughs> and it feels like every day we made friends. And, and it's crazy how many friends I have from Canada ever since that tour. It's crazy. Yeah. That's very Canadian. You're like leaving the airport and you've got somebody's contact information still to this day. That's <laughs> yeah, you guys, don't, you guys don't ignore people. That's no, good. no, we have a joke that, um, dialing the wrong phone number could lead to a two hour conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I gotta say though, man, you, you got the, the freaking biggest country in the world too. Like I remember this, what was it? What what was the last show? It wasn't Edmonton. It was another one after that, and it um, was it was like days of driving around this freaking lake till we hit freaking what was it? Was it was it Toronto? Was Toronto the next one or something? Or was it London or something? Well, it was on our way to Ontario, but it was like this freaking no man's land for days, and we were going crazy because all we've seen all day was freaking snowflakes. And, and and just this white endless road and and i remember we were at this one gas station these two girls on this like snowmobiles mobiles yeah, in yeah. the middle of nowhere and they're like yeah we're going like 120 on these <laughs> like <laughs> smoking cigarettes and shit and we're like they don't even have kombucha in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm. sounds like some good prairie snow bunnies <laughs> <laughs> Got a pack of smokes and my my skidoo, dude. They came, they came to the next show though. Of course they on did on the freaking thing. Of course they did. <laughs> ah, Canada in winter is my favorite place to be. <laughs> especially in Edmonton. Oh God, yeah. Especially in in Edmonton. I'm originally that, that was the coldest I ever felt. I can see that. Yeah. I'm originally from Winnipeg, which is more in that no man's land you were talking about. And uh, yeah, it gets very cold there as well. So we had we had this one guy in Winnipeg. He came over after the show. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Fingers and shit? yeah dude, dude, he came over. He was wearing gloves and everything. So he just came over and at the merch table, we always go to the merch after the show. And he goes, hey, guys, if I can give you one tip out here, like wear gloves because otherwise you look like me. And he... T- pulls like he takes off the gloves and he only has like two fingers left on his fucking arms and we're like dude what's yeah. going on he's like yeah no they froze off yeah. <laughs> i fell asleep at my car you were sitting there. i tried yeah. to push my car yep that is a distinctly winnipegger thing is to pretend like it's not cold when it's minus 50 degrees celsius and go out there like it's not it's a distinctly winnipegger thing it's crazy uh and then yeah, you end up losing your nose, your ears, your fingers. 
And when I moved here, my wife thought I was crazy because I was doing the same thing in Edmonton where they actually acknowledge that it's cold. And they'd be like, why are you why are you shoveling the snow in shorts right now without anything? I'm like, because it's not cold. It's fine. And then it's, a, it's a Winnipegger thing. Yeah. My wife's like, you shovel the snow in shorts. Like, you realize that, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's a workout. You burn up, pick up a sweat. You know, like, whatever. It's like, it's minus 30 outside. I'm like, hey, it could be colder. Like, you know. Dude, the mornings, though, the mornings when the sun comes up. Dude, I remember these mornings in, like, Saskatchewan and stuff where just this is endless freaking nothingness and, and the sun coming up. And it was it was magic. It was magical. I remember really thinking I've never seen anything like that. All right. Put it in your picture book. <laughs> it's already in there, dude. On the, in the picture cloud. In the picture cloud. Beautiful. All right, gang, so today we chatted about knowing what you don't want, being open to what the universe can give you, breaking your comfort zone. We chatted about Canada, which was fantastic. Uh, the Major Minor Collective album, out September 3rd via Century Media Records, has quite a few big names on it. In this interview, we chatted about working with Dennis, Neil, and Lizzie, to name a few, and then... At the time of this recording, there are some music videos, so in today's show notes down below, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, or you're tuning in on, say, YouTube, or the, the website down below is going to be the boys' website, thepicturebooks.com. You can get more information, as well as links to the music videos for Here's to Magic, Rebel, Holy Ghost, Too Soft to Live, Too Hard to Die. Show your guns. <laughs> Show them guns with my shirt on that says that I'm a dad. This is how I roll. I got a stroller with an infant. <laughs> There's a good Canadian parents series on Netflix. What is it called? Working Moms? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's filmed in That's, Toronto, I think. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we also chatted about Monster Truck, who is endorsed by Trainer, which is a Canadian amp company. So if anybody has never played through a Trainer, I recommend the hell out of it because it is... Probably one of the most undiscovered amps in the entire world. Uh, Pretty damn Yeah. Yeah. As well as Wizard, which is another Canadian amp. It's kind of like a Marshall on steroids. If uh, you ever get a chance to listen to a Wizard amp. So. <laughs> we got to get his proteins for him, though. <laughs> That's right. <sighs> okay. Boys, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thank you. Thanks thank for you having man. us, man. <laughs> 